It's Sean and Sid. Brought to you from the First Light Home Care Studios, firstlighthomecare.com. Since are, we're in the spirit of giving thanks. Are you ready? Well, I'm going to thank our other sponsors. Oh, okay. Really quick. Life Enriching Communities, Avola Lanza Hair Studio, North Star Family Dental, and Merle Norman at Polaris. Very good. Thank you. Very thank good. You. I give you two for that. <laughs> You're just waiting. You wait all year for this moment. I do. I wait 364 days to to do that. I don't that. know. I don't know if I have a baby turkey impression. Well, try because you know. I think okay. I have. I'm your daughter. I have to be able to do this. You've got to have a deep down baby turkey in there. Can you do it one more time? <laughs> <laughs> no. Almost make yourself want to like gag? choke and gag. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so close. I was like a baby turkey. <laughs> that's that's the noise I make when Nana's stuffing's too dry. <laughs> Sorry, Nana. In other words, every year. Okay. I'll work on it. <laughs> We're going to work on baby turkey by t- this time next year. I might have to pass the gobble over to you. Oh, what an honor. Yeah, I know. I know. One day when I'm, I've gone to meet my maker... I hope you all stand around the coffin and go, (laughs) mom would have wanted this. (laughs) Try not to throw up on you. I I, I would give anything to know what that conversation is going to be at that time. Oh, Lord. All the weird things I do, I can't imagine. (laughs) You'll be one that's hard to describe. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, happy early Thanksgiving, everybody. If you're listening to this over Thanksgiving holiday weekend, well, we hope you're with people that love and adore you and you are just enjoying yourself so much and you have stretchy pants on because that's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. Absolutely. Well, that and we also kind of, a lot of people do interesting, different things. And, you know, traditions, I I put it on Facebook just because I do feel for people that don't have family this time of year or they're going through other things. I get that, you know, and then we're all like, yay, our family, yay, we have so much fun. And and yes, we do. And we're so fortunate. But um, over the years, we have, how many years ago did we start the tradition of bowling? It was back oh up in Toledo. So it was at when we used to do Thanksgiving up there with Aunt Dawn yeah. and Gary and Nana and Papa. And I don't know. What do you, you think? 10 or more years? Oh, it's, it's got to be more than that. More than that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it's close to 15 or more years. Yeah. But yeah, basically that's our weird tradition is that we do an early Thanksgiving kind of lunch liner liner at like two-ish yeah and then we go bowling right on thanksgiving day and over the years it's gotten more popular i mean at you the, say more people showing up to bowl yeah because everybody feels sick and they're like oh ate too much that's my thing is we eat early so it's like you're gonna sit around here and nibble and eat all day or right. get off your butski and go and do a little something something and then come home and eat again because that's how it and, works yeah. and then do it all over again right it's our excuse for two meals i think but yeah. it is it's so fun and the past probably five years or so we've added a theme right so we've done wigs we've done mustaches uh-huh. i think 
We had teams one year and did like colors. I feel like we've done a lot of things I'm probably forgetting about right now, but didn't we do like rock stars or something? Something. Yeah. It's, it's such a fun tradition. I love that we do that. I love the fact that we go to the Columbus Square Bowling Palace in Columbus, Ohio, and they literally expect us to be there. They know. They, they know do. we're coming. Here comes the weird family that dresses up in costumes <laughs> every year. God bless us all. Oh, and after, yeah, after filling ourselves to the brim, we have just pitchers of beer. Right. And then we, we probably go home feeling worse than when we got there. Oh, I love it. I love every bit of it. So It's too fun. But we're not the only ones with funny Thanksgiving traditions. I had to look this up. And okay. I would love to, if those listening celebrate to message us or something, I know it'll be after the fact probably, but what are your funny Thanksgiving traditions. Here's a couple that I thought were cute. This family dances with their turkeys. Yep. So every year before they stuff the turkey, so just after cleaning it, they will hold the arms of their turkey, give it a little dance. And it's everybody kind of ceremony. It sounds so funny, but so gross. You just cleaned your turkey and now you're going to pass it around to everybody. Ew. Yeah. Probably not sanitary. Um, how about thanking your turkeys? I feel like we've done this, just kind of, you know, not even realizing it. But you, you know, you look at this big bird and you're yeah. thinking, this bird's going to feed a lot of people and it probably was just alive and maybe you say thank you to your turkey. Well, and the bird is, his last thought right before he becomes your Thanksgiving dinner is, I eat poop. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I don't think we have to go real deep on our thank you to the turkey because what they say, it is the, like the least intelligent, intelligent. animal, poultry, oh, whatever. Yeah. I really hope our turkeys aren't eating their own poop. Oh, of course they do. No. Well, it's not stuffing. We sc scoop all that out. <laughs> Ew. That's like the opposite of grass fed. <laughs> not really if you think about it. <laughs> Drop a couple letters. You know what I mean? Okay, this is a this is a cute tradition. How about wearing your PJs all day? They call it PJ Turkey Day. Even the guests, people that aren't in the family, show up in their flannels, their jammies, and have their Thanksgiving dinner. I feel like that's a Christmas thing, but they do it for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and you know, now that I think about it too, I would be so tired. If I sat down in my jammies yeah. after eating that meal, I'd be done for. We need our bowling clothes. We can't be doing that. <laughs> our stretchy jeans, our jeggings, yes. bring those back. Um, this one's just gross. Sorry if you do this. This family stuffs their bird with cereal. Yeah. And Grape nuts Grape is their go-to cereal. That's what they stuff their Thanksgiving turkey with. Grape nuts expand so big, it probably turns into like just stuffing. Those <laughs> things get monstrous. A lot of fiber. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. And then last one, this family does eating competitions. The men in the family do a pre-eating weigh-in and then they compete <laughs> to see who has gained the most post-meal. How gross. Lots of water, lots of mashed potatoes, and a whole bunch of women just shaking their heads. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Only in America would that happen. Yeah, I don't get it. But that's something I guess you would do if you're just planning on sitting around watching football the entire day, right? Check this out, Dale. I tacked on four this year. 
Pull my finger, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> that could go very wrong. But anyways, cute traditions. Yeah. You know, it's one thing I know you said, and I totally agree. You absolutely feel for people that don't have that place to go to. Yeah. But I do love that Thanksgiving has also kind of become like a Friendsgiving. Yeah. And I feel like it's a holiday where people really do kind of open up their doors and, and take in people that don't have places to go. So what she's saying is the first 10 people who message us. <laughs> what's what's a couple more people? We wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. <laughs> I think I know. Wait, cousin. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. You just got to get through the buffet line before the men in our family because we have some grazers. We oh. have some serious oh. grazers that will take out a casserole dish of sweet potatoes if you don't fend for yourself. My favorite every year, Nana, right? Every year <laughs> she she makes a plate that she gets carpal tunnel carrying it from the buffet line <laughs> to the to the table. And and then she sits down with mountainous food, right? So it's just like cuz she doesn't want to pass up on anything because I think we're not we're not judging. No. But I think cuz she was a depression era baby, so it's like the best thing ever. Dig in, you got to uh-huh. try it. So she puts everything on her plate. And then she sits down there and she eats everything. And that woman <laughs> is 5 foot nothing. And then she sits here and goes, "Oh, Gads, I'm just miserable. Why do I do this every year? <laughs> and the best is she always has, the, I think this might just be something in our family. She always has a roll in yes. one hand, a yes. dinner roll in one hand, yes. in her fork in the other. And yes. she uses the roll as like a vehicle, like a backstop <laughs> to stop her mashed potatoes. It's an art. It's no, really right. something to watch. She shoves it onto the fork with her roll. But this is why she's as healthy as she is. Huh? This is why she's as healthy as she is. I mean, the woman does Zumba. She has a puppy. She's amazing. Yeah. So moral of the story is eat your Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Don't think twice. And don't ever overestimate the push you can get from a Hawaiian roll in your left hand. (laughs) Don't ever underestimate that. She's on to something. She's got a shovel. She really does. But funny, and you didn't even know that because you're great grandma um her you know her mom did the same thing always had a roll in her hand you kind of do it I do not I hardly ever eat rolls no you do it with like crackers you're you're a big cracker dunker so you'll have cheese and crackers dunk it in your soup that I do I like to dunk my cheese and crackers and if you're eating pizza you'll push around your salad with your pizza I put my salad on my pizza which is a little weird no, it's smart. It's good, isn't it, with ranch? Mm-hmm. Kind of amazing. <laughs> See, we just started our own little traditions. You know, I want to ask you, because people are listening right now. We've we've talked about this before, but what is that go-to family tradition thing, that food? Um, I am finding out over the years that as much as I thought everybody loved the scalloped oysters that I <laughs> jumped through hoops to make every year because they were Papa's favorite... <laughs> And your brother loves them, your dad loved them, and I think Ashley. Ashley. And then me. That's it. I don't think anybody else loves these. Why do I keep doing this? (laughs) You don't like them, do you? Go ahead. You can be honest with me right now. It's going to hurt, but go ahead. 
Yeah, and it's a bummer because this is like the recipe that has kind of been passed down that Papa loved, but I don't love it. You don't love it. To me, I cannot get past the fact that it's just oysters and Ritz crackers and milk. Pretty much butter, milk, salt, and pepper. And a ton yeah. of butter and salt. Yeah. I don't understand why that's a problem, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> sounds like the uh, the yeah. basic food triangle to me. But <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, you got to keep making it. Oh, Gary loves it. I forgot. Gary loves it, your, too. Your Brussels sprouts have been a dark horse through the years. Thank you. We're coming in strong on the outside mm-hmm. lane. The Maybe mm-hmm. might be Brussels for the win this year. It's because you just drench them in bacon and yeah. balsamic and all the good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can hardly tell they're Brussels sprouts by the time exactly. I'm done. <laughs> you just get a hint of stinky in the kitchen. We're like, wait, did someone make Brussels? Or Gary, what's going on? Are they a little overcooked last year? Remember? Something I tried a new wrong. recipe last year, but I thought okay. it went over well. Now we got more criticism. I'm not quite sure where this is going today. I'm just I'm that out there before we have a repeat performance, okay? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, we were talking about how everybody has kind of a different way of doing it. Some people pass the food at the table, which we've never been passers. We lay it all out on the island, and everybody goes around and fills their plates. I can't imagine us trying to pass food around. That's what I was just going to say. It would be chaos. Mayhem. Someone would spill. Someone would. It yeah, would just, it would be bad. But yeah. some people like that. Some people like the formality yeah. of, you know, cutting oh, the bird at the table. We've never done that. Mm-mm. We just like go at it, lay it all out, and just have yourself Send a big time. Yourself. Yeah. But I think another reason that we don't do that, this is my own personal preference, is I don't like buffets. Are you the same? You've ruined me. You, <laughs> you have ruined me. Have I now? How how have I ruined you so badly? Okay. Well, first of all, I just can't I can't enjoy a buffet because I'm thinking about what's actually happening and this slipped my mind. I haven't been to a buffet in a while. It's not every day that you go to a place that's doing a true buffet, especially in a post-COVID world. I don't feel many are anymore. No. Yeah. No. And so I talked to Brandon, my boyfriend, and his brother was, you know, raving about this beautiful place um, near us. It's like an inn, very historic, but they're known for their Sunday brunches. So we went and I'm like, oh, menu looks amazing. My point is, it didn't really cross my mind that Betty and Paul, you know, would be in front of me scooping the same hash browns that I was scooping. Were Betty and Paul, were they kind of dirty people? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) There was just way too many Betty and Pauls. It It was very busy. And we went later. I think that's the problem, too. We weren't like a nine o'clock reservation. We're like a a two o'clock reservation. Everybody's using the same spoons again. And yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know your rule where you like, I was picturing, I think, the glass covering that at least provides some separation between you and your scallop potatoes. That's called a sneeze guard. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) There was none of that. And I couldn't get over it. I'm not trying to be a snoot. I don't think it's a snoot. You're just a germaphobe, bless your little heart. The food was good. I couldn't get over the thought that 
people had been going through this line all day, touching the same spoon. I'm still yeah. not over it. Yeah. Well, did Brandon have even an inkling? No. 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 He's a guy. No one else. Yeah. No one else at the table. Mm-mm. And then there's a little cutest little boy. He goes up on his own. I feel like there should be an age limit <laughs> yeah. to the buffet. Yeah. He yeah. drops his drops his chocolate covered strawberry, takes his hand, picks it back up, puts it on his plate. Uh, I'm thinking, oh. So, but with family, it's a different story. We can do buffet style. It's just something about this communal. Ugh. Yeah, I am not. I can't remember the last time I went to an actual literal buffet. Maybe at a wedding. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And that would have been so long ago. Um, and for that very reason, I just have no desire to to share the communal spoon. And me. some people have like really great manners and some people are clueless. Oh. And honestly, even myself, I was wearing like a super fuzzy sweater and I was trying to roll my sleeves up to make sure I'm not like dropping little sweater fuzzes into into the sausage. But if Bill doesn't have good manners, he's not worried about that. Oh, no. Bill's knuckle hair is all over the sausage. There's that kind of, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Old hairy knuckle Bill. It was... I was a little nauseous leaving. I'm not kidding. Okay. So there's a buffet style. And then have you ever been to one of those restaurants that does the communal meat? They bring around those huge like legs. Of there's the, Bra- the Brazilian yes. meat thing on a yes. sword. And it's on a sword. But you know what I couldn't get over is they put the sword on in the middle of everyone's plates. Yeah. Touching. Touching. Hmm. The plates. Hmm. Hmm. And the meat is just roaming around in the free air. <laughs> I they, just can't do it. They shave chunk after chunk off. Does anyone out there off. understand this or am I just, are people rolling their eyes? No, I, I'm just really, I'm feeling horrible right now for what I've done to you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're really proud. I am proud, but I, I'm like bittersweet, right? Because I'm so happy that you're hygienic. And yet I'm so sad that I've made you completely paralyzed to go out to eat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'll work on it. Yeah. Well, you know, there used to be a thing back in the day in Vegas. The $5 buffet in Vegas was what was the thing that all the um, hotels would give you like a little, here you get a $5 Big buffet, and and it was like lobster and crab. Oh, wow. and, oh yeah, because you were spending hundreds of dollars in the casino. Right. So so that was your little your Benny was here. You mm-hmm. go. Here's your coupon for that. And I remember it was probably I don't know eight years ago or more going there, and I was with friends who said we have to go to the buffet. I'm like, okay, you know, we had our coupons. <laughs> we go in, and I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. Five dollar mm-hmm. Vegas buffet, scurry. <laughs> it was scurry. Oh. Yes, it well, was scary. But it used major. to be like the big thing. I don't know. Oh, because you think Bill, same Bill with the knuckle hair, knuckle hair Bill has been has been gambling. Oh yeah, with the same chips. He's touching oh. all the dirty chips and Ugh. he's going to the bathroom. Ugh, no, yeah, no. He's coming back. He's grabbing that spoon, and so are you. Yikes. 
I it's just it. not worth it. You know, and this is nothing against people that are working the buffets, because certainly that makes it easier on the waiters, right? Because Oh, yeah. I think we're the minority. Most people enjoy this experience. Yeah, it's I a germaphobe so. thing. I think it's a germaphobe deal. You know, in relation to what you were just talking about in, you know, service industry people, and you know, this is really a tough time. Plus now, the holidays, these people are working away from their families. I mean, mm. literally, you know, and they're working double hours and they are just struggling. <laughs> Am I boring you? I think I just saw you yawn. <laughs> I hope everybody else is no, still with us. <laughs> you were right. You were very, you're correct. No, Carry but on. Katie Couric just um, posted in her, she, I get her newsletter every day and, and she, she likes me. I can tell. Anyway, she, <laughs> she, you guys are tight like that. Yes. She said um, that, especially right now from this point through the end of the year that the service industry people are just if, if they even keep their jobs and stay it'll be a miracle because number one people all want to be out and live in their life again in a different way and mm -hmm. people are rude and they don't have enough service industry people to go around so it's it's like so it's so emotionally hard on people who work in restaurants and yeah. bars in particular. And you're right. They're away from their families when, you know, during a time they probably want to be home. Yeah. Like everybody else. Right. So that's a good reminder. We need to be kind to these service industry workers. Right. And that goes for anything. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Everything from a hairstylist to mailman to whatever it might be. You know, be thankful for what you have. Be kind to people who might be working over the holiday because you have the luxury of not working over the holiday. And, you know, with s some service industry workers being stressed out during this time, maybe do something above and beyond for them oh, or yeah. just... Be extra kind when you see them, because let's be honest, there's some employees that are going to be grouchy, yep. which stinks. Yep. And you're, you know, they're, they clearly are not enjoying their job. They're having a rough day, whatever it might right. be. But that's your opportunity to yep. try to make them smile. I like to do, I like, in the face. <laughs> I give piggyback rides. They seem to enjoy <laughs> that. I play got your nose. <laughs> I go, make some, make some laugh. Want to hear my best turkey yes, impression? <laughs> oh, you're getting there. You're so wow. getting there. Uh, but you know what we're thankful for? We are thankful for everybody who listens to us and watches our podcast on video too. Don't forget, you can see that on our social media, but you can listen to us everywhere that you like your podcasts and that's why you're here right now and also our website but we want to thank our sponsors because without them we would kind of uh we'd be lost Stink. wouldn't we'd be lost <laughs> these are not dookie people <laughs> <laughs> these are perfect people these are a lot of them in service the best of the best yep you leave there feeling like a million bucks. So First Light Home Care, Life Enriching Communities, Avola Lanza Hair Studio, North Star Family Dental, and Merle Norman at Polaris. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We are so thankful for you. Take care of somebody if they don't have anywhere to be this holiday. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, do a little reach out to them. And don't forget, cover your knuckles if you go to a buffet. <laughs> <laughs>
right. Turkey on three. One, One two, two, three. three. <laughs> we appreciate you.